Welcome to It's All About the Pasta, where we dig into the drama so that you don't have to. We uncover the latest controversies, explore untold stories, and deep dive into the world of pop culture. Thanks for listening. Welcome back to It's All About the Pasta. Today on the podcast, we have Tanisha. Yes, the Tanisha. If you have not heard this name at least five times for the last week, you are not a true Bravo fan. How's it going, Tanisha? So good. How are you guys? Wonderful. So it's just going to be me today. My co-host is uh, about to have a baby, so she will oh, not. Yes. Yeah, so she won't be here today. She is very upset, um, oh. but she does send her love. <laughs> we'll tell her hello. Oh, I absolutely will. I'm like, girl, if you're going to have a baby, like, it's okay to skip this one, but. <laughs> She's tell her we'll give her a part two. <laughs> absolutely awesome well thank you so so much for coming on today I am very excited mm-hmm. to talk with you I'm excited to be here I'm excited to chat yeah I'm sure your life has been so crazy so I think before we get into all of the craziness that you call life right now I wanted to actually go over your successes I feel like thank you yeah the more I've been um looking you up and and just kind of going into your life via Instagram and TikTok. You have a lot of successes. You're a businesswoman, you're a hairdresser to the stars, you're a mom, like all of these things that I feel like a lot of people are not bringing up because your life has kind of blown up a bit, to say the least. Yes. (laughs) So if you don't mind kind of going into that and how you got started with all of that and, um, you know, just take a minute to kind of learn who you are. Yeah, um, so I've been doing hair. I'm from Salt Lake City, born and raised, first of all. Awesome. So a true Utahn. Um, I've been doing hair for eight years. I started freelancing on my own in the la- in 2020, so when COVID happened. Oh. Just as we were coming out of COVID, I started freelancing and assisting. And um, from there, it just kind of it got out of control even before I knew what was happening. So... Um, <laughs> I started getting these awesome opportunities to work with some of the, like some of the best hairstylists, honestly, that I've ever met in my life um, or ever seen. Um, so I've gotten these opportunities and, and yeah, just from there, it just kind of took off a little bit. Oh, that's awesome. And then how did you get into doing hair for the stars? If you could say, like, did you just one day randomly meet somebody and then that person gave your name out or how did that work out? Yeah, um, Instagram. So I actually met this guy. Um, his name's Mitchell, Mitchell Cantrell. And oh, yeah. he gave me an opportunity to come out to LA and assist. And that's what I did. I went out and assisted. And every time he needed help, I would go out and assist and just started building my resume in that way um, as like an assistant. And then from there, just showed my work ethic and always showing up because those jobs, I would literally pay for myself to get to LA. Oh, wow. Usually not make very much money just because whatever money I made covered my trip, usually. Um, Yeah. So I just was grinding, you know, just and then people started noticing here back at home. And then um, opportunities just started coming from there and just people realizing, like, you know, we have like a someone who can do high clientele here. Oh, that's awesome. And did you ever think that you would um, be a part of the biggest controversy of Salt Lake? 
never in my fucking life. <laughs> I'm like this poor girl, like, oh my gosh. So obviously we do have to get into all of that, but I did want yeah. to give you credit where credit is due because I, I just keep seeing all of these things that I'm like, girl, like, are we going to look into her actual life? Like who she is as a person or are we just gonna, like, like, she just wants the clout. I was like, I promise you I had clout before the show. <laughs> yeah, that that's the thing too. So I saw um, a couple of days ago, I think it was, gosh, I can't even remember now. I feel like it's been like such a whirlwind. I can't imagine being you, oh, yeah. but um, a few days ago, this girl was like, oh yeah, like all she wants is clout and like, she wants to be a part of the housewives and all this stuff. And I'm like, okay, like, I think she's good. Like, I'm yeah, sure I, was like, doing just fine. I promise you, I love my private little life. I honestly don't even like to talk about myself and my successes. If you ask any of my friends, they have to brag on me for me because I don't even like to talk about myself um, in that way. I'm, I am very proud of where I am. I am very, and I, and I will say that I have hustled very hard. I did it by myself with the help of, you know, mentors and stuff like that. But I hustled, I hustled, I grinded, I did what I had to do to try to create a life for me and my kid, because it is just me solely supporting him. And so nobody deserves to take credit for that. And I don't think that I should allow people to take credit for that. And I appreciate you not allowing that either. So yeah, no, absolutely. And to go back to your little one, if you don't mind me asking, how old is he? He's 12. Oh my gosh, 12? Yeah, 12. Oh, so not so little. He's like as tall as me. It's fine. Oh my gosh. Okay, I don't know why I pictured. Well, I have a four-year-old, so I just like assume everyone else's children are the same age as yeah. mine. So. We've all got four-year-olds. Yeah. Well, they, they kind of seem like four-year-olds until they're 20, so. Right, exactly. Exactly. Well, 12 is rough. I mean, 12 makes you want to do some crazy things, but. Oh my gosh, yeah. Especially, I don't I don't know if it'd be worse with a boy or a girl, but I just feel like 12 is that age that is absolutely terrifying. Absolutely. It's terrifying. <laughs> don't ever come here. It's it's not good. <laughs> no, it's great. I'm blessed. Oh, awesome. Okay, well, we do unfortunately for you, but we do have to get into the craziness. Into the nitty-gritty. Yes, into the nitty-gritty. I feel so bad because I'm sure you're like so over talking about it but oh it's okay it is what it is it's my life at the moment let's embrace it it is your life at the moment well (laughs) I'm gonna um be completely honest with you and when I saw the finale Mm -hmm. I was like who is this Tanisha girl like someone needs to investigate that situation like why is Heather still allowing her to do her hair like yes and that was my whole thought like I had I did not think anything otherwise and yeah um, absolutely I mean, and, it's a valid thought, let's be honest. Yeah, which it's so funny to look, to look back at it now because I've gone back and watched it, which I'll go over that with you as well. But um, so my co-host had never seen Salt Lake probably a month ago. And I kept telling her, I'm like, it's the best. It's literally the best Housewives franchise. Like, you have to watch it. It's my favorite. Heather and Whitney have always been my favorite. I'm like, you are going to fall in love. You need to watch it. And this was before the whole scandal and crazy and she's like honestly like I just have no desire like girl just watch it so then Mm -hmm. she started watching it and her first thing that she said to me when she was gosh I can't even remember what season she was on it was it was before I believe Monica was even on it she was just kind of there Mm -hmm. um she's like there's something wrong with this Monica girl like something's wrong with her she's a snake she's off blah 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 and me like I said I'm gonna be honest with you I was like oh my god are you kidding me she's so pretty like she's so fun she's got this like 
aura about her where she's just like, you know, everyone wants to be around her. I'm like, Marissa, you are a nutcase. You're crazy. Yeah. Yeah. I'm like, you you are so wrong. And she's like, trust she's she literally said to me, Mark my words, something is off with her. And I was like, okay, girl, mm. whatever. And so <laughs> um, and then when this thing blew up, I was like, okay, maybe I need to start like thinking about like how I see people because something's off with me because I did not see it Never. at all whatsoever. Hey, I was I was I was best friends with her, so if yeah, I guess you if can... something's wrong with you, something's wrong with me too. So. <laughs> something's <laughs> definitely wrong with us. I um, think I think it's something to be said too that you just are looking for the better in people, maybe. Yeah, which... and you're not necessarily like like no nah, something. But she's also fun, and like you said, she's young, she's pretty, she's she, yeah, yeah, yeah. But now, now looking back, it's like okay, well, she's actually, and I think it's just because now everything is tainted, and I look at her and I'm like, I don't know what I saw. Like, honestly, I feel like it's a completely, like, Dr. Jekyll, Mr. Hyde, she does not look like the person that I saw a couple weeks ago, which I'm sure you can understand. Um, But going back to me being honest and and thinking you were this terrible human being, (laughs) um, (laughs) when, so I actually was on um, Connection Queens Live, and when, when when you got on there and everyone started freaking out. Oh, and I so know. I my sister it. actually sent it to me and she was like, they're talking about you on this live. You should go pop in there. And I was like, oh gosh. Okay. That was one of my questions is how you heard about the live. So now that you've yeah. answered that, I was, my sister. <laughs> so I was skeptical that it was even you. So of course I've got to do my investigation and go and find out like, is this actually her? And <laughs> um, we all behind the scenes were like, you've got to be kidding me. Like, this is not this is not real life. So I'm like, okay, what does this girl have to say? Like, cause I, at, at the beginning was like, okay, for sure. She wants clout. Like, why is she in here commenting? Yeah. She wants clout. And then honestly, I feel I like think- that's everybody's thought. Honestly, I feel like everybody thinks that. And I, so it's, I mean, and it's fair. It's valid. Everybody's thoughts are valid because they genuinely don't know the background. Right. Which, which everybody's thoughts were valid at that point. But now I think this was the best thing that you could have possibly done was go on the live and say your part, because as soon as you started speaking, my mindset completely changed. I'm like, Mm. you had no, um, I mean, you didn't answer everything, but I feel like things that were for you and things that were your personal life, you would answer. And then if it had to do with anybody else, you're like, Hey, you know, like, that's not for me. That's not for me to say. And I was like, if it were Monica in this live right now, she would be throwing shade at everybody else to take the heat off of her. And yeah. you were in the live just going, all right, throw your darts. Like I'm ready for it. And yeah. so I just thought you were so big for doing that and completely changed my well, mindset. Say, after that live, I cried my eyes out like a baby. <laughs> you did? <laughs> yes, it was very intimidating. It was very spontaneous. And it was very, the, the, those couple of days, those first couple of days were very hard. People are very mean they really are they really are and that's why like a lot and I'm sure that you only really noticed the comments that were people being assholes because that's just human nature is to pick out the ones that are against you um but honestly much much more good things came out of you doing that live everybody was like and everybody that I talked to I'm kind of in the um bravo world as it goes for podcast right so all of us girls get together and we're like okay what are your thoughts on this like let's debrief um and I had um 
uh, connection queen on the podcast yesterday and she was like I just wanted to hug her like it was just (laughs) like like you could feel it that you were very upset by it it wasn't something that it was a normal thing in your life it wasn't something that you wanted to blow up or and I don't want to put words in your mouth either, but no, that's yeah, just... I mean, you nailed it. I, I literally had no, number one, I didn't know it was going to turn into that. I thought I was just coming clean to my client who's becoming my friend right? and <clears throat> somebody who's always been good to me. And I just felt horrible that I even held it any that long. <laughs> um, so it was just, it was just me like coming clean. You know what I mean? It wasn't it wasn't to harm Monica. It was to clear my conscience selfishly. Um, and at that point, I think it also clicked to me when I told Heather that I didn't owe Monica protection anymore because she wasn't my friend. And she didn't have any problems not protecting me after our friendship and up to that moment uh, because a lot of things were happening behind scenes. And so I think I just had the realization, like, you don't have to protect this girl anymore. You know what I mean? It's not your yeah. job. And, and I just did what I had to do, you know? So, and then also anything that I ask you, if you don't want to answer it, we can have a safe word. You can just say like, Hey, I'm not, I'm not going to answer that. So don't, don't worry about having to answer anything that I'm going to ask. But, um, do you mind me asking number one, did you guys start this Instagram before you, um, met Heather or before you became friends with her? Yes. So it was after I stopped working for Jen and before I started working for Heather. And as I started working with Heather more and more, I fell back from that group chat more and more. Um, And really, truly, I was just kind of sick of hearing about Jen. So there was like a gap of time where um, I was like super like shooting the shit with them. You know what I mean? In the group chat. And then um, I did Heather's hair once and I actually like mentioned it in our group chat. Like, hey guys, I get to work for Heather today. Like, that's so exciting, you know, whatever. because I thought these were my friends. So I was like, oh, this is a celebratory moment, you know? Anyway, so um, I wasn't doing Heather's hair consistently and I was still in this group chat. And then honestly, just like a month or two later, I was just like, this is like just not for me anymore. So I just started falling back more and more. And then, so how many people, if you don't mind me asking this as well, how many people were involved in this? Because I've heard so many different stories from so many different sides. Yeah, there is a girl named Monica, obviously, a girl <laughs> named Savannah, uh, Koa, and then one other girl, this is in our group chat anyway, and one other girl who hasn't been named yet, and so I'll let her name herself okay. uh, when she is ready for that, because I wouldn't want anybody to like throw hate at these people either. Um I mean, at least the other girl, <laughs> the other one. Well, you know how it feels to be on national television and have your name yeah. thrown out. So I'm sure you don't want to do that to anybody else ever. No. Yeah. So I'll let her out herself when she's ready for that. Um, but yeah, so we were all the ones like kicking, but the only ones with the access to any videos, audios, anything like that, that was leaked was Monica and Koa. So this Koa guy, I keep seeing him pop yeah. up on, on lives, but yeah, I don't know really your guys' relationship or anything, but I feel oh, like yeah. he, he says so much without saying anything at all. Like every time he, he goes, he literally has nothing to say. Um, okay. He is, he is Jen's old dress designer and Monica's current dress designer. So he designed mm. Monica's reunion dress. 
Okay, so that's how it got back to Monica, I'm sure, was Koa. I'm sure, I'm sure, 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 yeah. Okay. And, and then Andy as well. Okay, yeah, because I was I was curious, because I had to pop in and out, because my daughter was being crazy. I'm like, girl, I'm going oh, yeah. to go lock you in your bedroom <laughs> for a minute. This is very important. Um, <laughs> but yeah, every time I came back, there was someone new and something new happening on Instagram. I'm like, what the heck am I missing? And then I would go yeah, back and read it. And I'm like, Koa? constantly was talking but none of it had anything to do with anything so I'm like oh, yeah who is it this? was all it was all just things that me like he there's one screenshot that I saw that he said like we were gonna take it to the grave and I'm like I don't owe you people anything <laughs> so stop like right I literally owe you people nothing you know like, right and things change so I'm sure that you yeah, and I grew been... up you know Exactly. I grew up and I, I honestly just was like, I mentally was in a different space in life than I was even a year from a year ago. You know what I mean? Like those things no longer served me and yeah. me holding on to those in protection of an old friend wasn't necessary anymore. And do you think it had anything to do with, because I was so curious about this. Do you think it has anything to do with the fact that Heather is such a genuine person and such a kind person that you kind of realize like, oh, this is the type of people that Let me I really about Heather. Like. Heather is the most Monica would actually always get pissed off at me because she'd be like, I don't know why you're loyal to this one because she didn't like the fact that I loved Heather. Heather, when I was slamming her all season this season, we would go to her house early in the morning because we all had kids. The makeup artist had kids. She has kids. I have a kid. So we had to get our kids to school, you know, and like yeah. make sure see see our kids off and stuff, make sure they're up and whatever. So we would glam at 6 a.m. Every day she made her daughter's breakfast. If she didn't make her daughter's breakfast, she had something there for them. Mm. She made them a lunch, including my son made him a lunch every day. Oh my God. Like <laughs> um, literally Heather is a gym. And it was like, this is the this is the first season where we were like actually like I feel like this is the first season where we actually like built a bond. If that makes any sense. Yeah. No, it so does. So I felt very obligated to say it. Um yeah. but yeah, it was a lot of like I don't know what the tension or contention was with Monica and my relationship with Heather. But, like, there's multiple times even Monica, I had to tell her, like, I won't do your hair if you get on this show because my loyalty is with Heather. <laughs> and oh, I don't wow, mix friendship yeah. and business. And, and, I'm, and I'm standing on business on that. Like, I'm not mixing those. So, yeah. Oh, wow. Okay. And then, so are you, and I don't know if you're able to answer this or not, but you are still employed by Heather? Yes. So yeah. that that's this is the thing that I was talking with Connection Queen about yesterday. I'm like, do you I don't understand why everybody is so bent out of shape with you when clearly and we can mm -hmm. all tell just like looking at our screens that Heather is the most amazing person ever. Yeah. Um, and if she is OK with whatever conversations that you guys have had um, regarding reality bounties, then why can't we be? Like, yeah. it's so confusing to me why people are, like, so hard on you when clearly Heather has already forgave you and you guys have, I'm assuming, had 
conversations about Absolutely. what happened and, and all that. So that just kind of blows my mind that people yeah. don't see that. Yeah. I think people see the fact that I attacked someone who made such a big impact on the show or they see as they see it as if I attacked her when in all actuality I didn't and that wasn't my intention and it just so happened to turn into this chaos but um but yeah mostly it was I think that's what I think that's what it stems from like the thing about it is like people don't realize you're watching a tv show that you literally only learn 16 hours of a person and it's it's not yeah. a full spectrum of what actually is going on behind the scenes yes which is so crazy as a viewer especially as such a big fan of salt lake because we yeah. the viewers see them like as our friends it sounds so right. crazy but i'm like no, like legit. i feel like yeah i feel like we could have lunch together and i would know them as a person right right but then you step back and you go oh my gosh if i were to meet someone random and work two days because that's really what it is 16 yeah. hours is like a w- eight hour work day twice yeah I wouldn't know anything about them I probably wouldn't <laughs> know their first name exactly but we just have this idea in our heads of of oh we know that person fully yeah. it's it's really mind-blowing and we have to give it up to production for making it that way I mean the edits are amazing and honestly it does suck you in it sucks me and I I watch the show with people too <laughs> I don't get to see it in advance um so I just watch it along with everyone else. So I, I fully get it and understand it. So you watched it with everyone else. So did you know that your name was brought up before you watched Yeah, I got it. So it's actually funny. I haven't told anybody this yet, but before it aired, um, a fake Instagram popped up talking shit to me called Reality oh. Von Sleaze, which I'm pretty sure it was Koa. Oh my God. Camp. And they were just like, oh, we can't wait for your cameo. But nobody knows these things, you know? So we can't wait for your cameo and da da da, da all this stuff. But yeah, so if I didn't find it out from anybody else, I found it out from that fake Instagram page that decided to message me a couple of days before the show aired. Did your heart like drop out of your butthole? No, because I, I <laughs> knew, I did know, I did know in advance, honestly, but I, uh, I did know in advance that it was coming. I didn't know the extent, I didn't know. Um, when Heather got back from Bermuda, she didn't tell me anything. I heard it from other people. So, so the conversation that was over the phone was, was really bad. The conversation that was over the phone was that you and Heather, because we never heard. I don't know because you, you know Heather also called her people to have it verified what I told her. Oh, okay. Yeah. So I wonder if that's what it was because you never heard the other person on the other end. No. Um, Okay. She had That's... a security team verify what I said. And then how did you tell her? Are you able to say that? Yeah, totally. Um, I just, I just like, okay. So after we had, we had a conversation and after that conversation, I just said, she just asked me kind of like, am I going to be blind? This is the morning that she was leaving to Bermuda. Am I going to be blindsided by anything? Like, is there anything I have to work, worry about? Like, and I was like, no, like, it's going to be fine. Um, like, she's like, are you a Monica in cahoots? I'm like, no, like, I literally have not talked to this girl for months. You know, just like that kind of conversation. And right. like, so I felt really guilty after that because I didn't tell her about the page. Um, but like I said, and that conversation only happened because of other things that were happening behind the scenes. Um, and so 
um, that evening, that afternoon, a few hours later, I had texted a mutual person and I was just like, I actually am holding a secret from Heather and I don't know how to tell her. Like, I just feel like, I just feel like shit about it, you know? And I just said, should I tell her? And she was like, sleep on it. But in all honesty, yes, you need to tell her. And I was like, ugh, freak. Okay. So it's easy to say sleep on it. I'm sure you got zero sleep. <laughs> zero sleep. Yeah. So then the next day I just, she was already in Bermuda at this point, And I just texted her and said, Hey, are you able to talk really quick? And I just, she's like, yeah, I'll call you now. So she gave me a call and I told her, and then she's like, well, you need to show me proof. You need to show me that, like what you're talking about. And I was like, okay. Um, so I, then I started like sending her screenshots and stuff like that and showing her. And then she had her team verify, verify what I was saying. Oh my gosh. So you initially made the best TikTok sound ever when you <laughs> saying receipts, proofs, timelines, screenshots. <laughs> I'm like, I fall asleep to that sound now. It's just, <laughs> she is just so freaking funny. Um, yeah. Do you think that production knew who Reality Bond Peace was before it came out and also before they um, hired Monica to be a housewife? I honestly don't. But if they did, it did not come from me. Like, I I never told anybody. I just feel like, because production does a, a super good background check. I'm sure that they have all of the emails that have anything to do with them. Like, I would think that they would have an idea. I don't know. Cause the only thing is Monica had a lot of burners when I was her friend. So it could have been anything. Um, It could literally, but yeah, no, I don't know. I don't know. Huh. I'm like dying to know that. I have, I I honestly couldn't answer that question for you. Cause I honestly have no clue. So when she had, in my opinion, I don't think they knew. I really don't. Okay. Cause I was kind of wondering if they were holding on to it. Um, because I think that they thought the whole Jen Shaw situation was going to be more interesting than it was, I guess. Um, Like the, like the informant stuff. Yes. So, well, whenever was it last season when Jen was incarcerated, I think, um, I think that production was like, this is going to be huge for Salt Lake. Like, we're going to get so many ratings for this. And I think people were kind of just like, yeah, like we could see that, you know, like yeah, after the yeah. initial craziness. And then when, um, like, okay, when that, <laughs> yeah, exactly. It was kind of like, oh, yeah. I mean, as a viewer, we kind of all were like, okay, yeah, she was a little crazy. Mm-hmm. Um, but then I, I was wondering, like, did they hold on to the information about the reality of Antis and then sprinkle that in but it seems like with the conversation that I'm having with you it was a because you guys were friends thing like it wasn't something that was brought up from production right no. okay yeah. okay I got that way wrong I'm like it had they had to have known I, know, I keep seeing people say like, that and I want I want to address it but I'm like I can't address every single theory yeah on Dicey Online but no from my knowledge they had no clue okay that's interesting. I bet that they were like stoked when that all happened. I'm sure. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure of it. Um, okay. Do you know if Monica, I have a bunch of different questions from people. Um, yeah, um, sure. We'll go over that. 
Do you think that Monica knew before the dinner that the ladies knew about her, about the account? I think she probably was suspicious, but I don't think she knew. Cause it, okay. I literally had never said anything before that. So I think that she thought after we weren't friends anymore that I would just automatically spill the beans on that. But I never, I never did. And when did you guys stop becoming friends? April. In April. Oh, okay. So it was right, right before they went to Bermuda. Yeah, a couple months, a month or two. Okay, because I think Bermuda was like the end of May, right? Ish. I don't remember. Maybe. Yeah, I I don't even know what yesterday was, so I don't. Yeah, honestly, I don't remember either. I I definitely don't remember like timeline for sure. But it was it was it was a little bit of time. I don't know how much time, but it was a little bit of time. Yeah, but still fresh enough for it to be like. I'm sure really hard on you and yeah well that was part of me that was still like it was still like a fresh friendship breakup and I still was like ooh, I don't know if I should like a part of me like I said still felt a weird sense of loyalty to the girl you know like, well that's called a trauma bond <laughs> yeah absolutely absolutely was that um and it and it was it was absolutely a trauma bond for sure like we bonded over her pain that she was caused by Jen Shaw. And so, okay, so the um, the whole account was that initially started to for Jen Shaw. Was that something that you, she was trying to take down Jen Shaw? Is that like how I it happened? She was trying to take down Jen Shaw. I think she just wanted to expose Jen, like okay. for what she did to them. I don't think take down is like such a strong statement. I don't know if that was the goal was to take down. I just knew that my, my job in it all. And like I told them, like, I don't have a real beef with Jen, but I'll support y'all. And if this is what makes you feel like you guys will get what you need out of this, then I'll support you. It was the dumbest decision I ever made, but I genuinely was like, if this is what you guys feel like you need to do, then, Hey, I got your back, you know? Yeah. Okay. And then, so whenever you told Heather, did you have like a huge sense of relief or were you still anxious about the whole thing? I was anxious about it all still because I obviously, when I told her, I had to tell her my involvement too, right? Like, because if I'm going to tell the truth, I need to tell the whole truth about it. And so I was anxious about it. I was very anxious because she was like, okay. And she just was like, I need to see proof of what you're talking about. It was, it was very, it was just very like, I think she was just shocked at what she was hearing. Yeah. And so it was very like, uh, like kind of like just dry. Like the conversation was dry. It was hard to read. So yeah. It was just Cause I'm, know. I'm just looking at it. Like maybe Monica, if you started telling things and like being honest, maybe you would yeah. have a sense of relief rather than being, cause she seems to be very, um, oh gosh, what is the word? Defensive. Yeah. When anyone when brings up anything and instead of being like, hey, like, yes, this was me. I came out with it. And I don't know how I would react with that whole situation, obviously, right. because it's huge. Um, I mean, it's almost as big as Scandal Wall. I don't know if you watch too much reality no, TV. I, but when I, I tell you that the reality TV I watch is like Married at First Sight. Like I've never been a Bravo oh. girl for real. Like I, my reality TV is like trash love shows. Like, okay, but Married at love First Island, Island, the best. Married You'll have to talk about it. <laughs> Girl. 
Oh. 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 Oh
all these messages started coming and I was like, this is too much for me. And I logged out. <laughs> so, and after that, I had had no access to that page at all, you know? So, yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's not like you've come on here and really tried to defend yourself necessarily. Cause I don't think that's what it is. You're more right. like, Hey, this is what happened. This is what I did. But like, don't spread lies about it. Because initially, like, everybody's thought was, oh, it was all Tanisha. Like, she did everything. Yeah. And Monica... Like, how dare you come on here and blame our girl when you're the liar who actually ran this page? No, I didn't, actually. I never made one post on that page. I yeah. literally just talked shit with my friends in a text group, in a group chat. Oh, you never posted anything on the page? Not once. What? Not one story, not one post, nothing. Not oh one tweet. my god! I don't even know how to work Twitter. That's why even now people are like, "You need to get on Twitter." I'm like, "I don't know how to work Twitter. I can like post and run, but I don't know how to. I don't know how to work Twitter." <laughs> like oh I genuinely have never made one post on that page at all. It was all Monica. Okay, so I feel like people will be mind blown over that because we've heard that. I I don't think you've said that on the live. No, I right? didn't. Hold on, really quick. Let's pause because I'm gonna start my car and it might. Hello. Oh no, it's totally fine. No worries. And I won't keep you very long because I know you have real life to live. Um, oh, no, that's okay. Yeah. So we will just, I mean, I, we've gone over so much, which I'm really excited that you took the time today. Um, I will ask you two more questions and then I will let you sign off and go along with your day if that's okay. Yeah, totally. Awesome. Okay. So, um, my question is, um, do you think anyone is nervous about Monica saying that there's so much more to the story and to trust her that, um, everyone's going to want to see it? Is anyone on the cast, do you think nervous about that? Um, maybe I honestly, I don't know because here's the thing is I was, I really wasn't logged into the page after the first couple weeks. Um, when I get, when she, okay, let me back up. When she was like, it was Tanisha's page. I, yeah. I saw this on my Instagram too, but I'm going to explain it again. So I had, a, I had a page that I was like looking at my baby daddy with. And <laughs> I handed it over to her to, I like, she asked me to hand it over because the day that she leaked the videos or whatever it was, they, um, Instagram took it down immediately. Like, I think that day, the page got, the same day the page got taken down. So they needed a new page. And I was like, well, I have my, my offensive for my baby daddy. You can just have that. So I went in. She's like, can you change the name and stuff? So I changed it to what she wanted me to change it to. I changed the password to what she wanted me to change it to. And then I handed it over. Um, so after that, after that, like, like I said, remember I was logged into it. It's too much. So like two weeks in. I was like, um, this is too much. <laughs> and then uh, after that, it was only her. So I don't know what the DMs looked like unless she would screenshot it and send it. Um, she would always screenshot when, like, the women would, like, watch the stories, which why wouldn't they? Um, yeah. But she would always screenshot, like, when the women watch the stories. Um, Andy was watching the stories. So she would always, like screenshot whenever like those kind of things were happening um but other than that i have no idea what was going on with zm so your guess is as good as mine what's in that book okay <laughs> um and you know it's probably stuff about me too and 
and everything else. So, so we'll then see. I guess the question would be, are you nervous? No. Uh, no, I'm not. Not even a little bit. Because there's nothing that she can say that I've not already said myself or talked about or, you know. So, yeah, I'm not even a little bit nervous at all. Okay. That's good. Yeah. Um, yeah. And then I have to ask the infamous question. Do you think Monica stole the ring? Do I think Monica stole the ring? I honestly have no opinion. I honestly don't know. I have never seen Monica still, but I don't put anything past anybody at this point. So I don't know. Ooh, you're <laughs> don't you're know. so safe with your answers. You should work for PR. Should I? Oh, dang. Well, yes, you should. <laughs> <laughs> you answer it without answering it. Um, well, awesome. I think that's everything. Is there anything that you wanted to um, chat about that we did not go over? No, I just appreciate you um, giving me the time to to explain my experience, and and I oh, appreciate that. Thank you. I appreciate yeah. you so much. Yeah, absolutely. All right. Well, I will let you go get your not-so-little one, and thank you so much again. Um, if you want to do a part two, we are always here. Yeah, if ever you guys want to do a part two, let me know, and I'm happy to chat. Awesome. Well, thank you so much. Okay, no problem. Have a good one. All right, you too. Bye-bye. Okay, bye.